again to Psalm 78, and we're going to continue on the thought of what we preached this morning, and um, appreciate the response, appreciate people with their hearts in the word of the Lord, and loving to to understand that we want to we want to grow, we want to be fed, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I know you're praying for me that God would lead. I thank you for that. Psalm 78, verse 37, says, For their heart was not right with him, neither were they steadfast in his covenant. I want to be more steadfast than ever. But he, being full of compassion, oh, thank you, Lord. Amen. Forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away. How many times would God be righteous to be angry? But thank God for his compassion, his mercy. Did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were but flesh. A wind that passeth away and cometh not again. How oft did they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert? Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. God bless you. You can be seated. You know, we read it here recently. Jesus going back to his hometown. All the miracles, signs, and wonders. All the great things that he had done. And yet those that were the most familiar with him and his family. Oh, I found that can be a stumbling block for people. Amen. Where they, they've been around it for so long, they forget the holiness of it. They forget how precious it is. Amen. And the Bible says he could do no mighty works there because of their unbelief. It wasn't that God was powerless, but rather as he told one in the word, according to your faith, be it unto you. He kind of throws the ball back into our court sometimes, doesn't he? I feel like there's a lot of folks that just sometimes forget the the truth that this word puts some responsibility on his people. Now, we can't so much really redeem ourselves, if you will. We, we, we can't add anything to the work that Jesus did on the cross. Yet, if you know your Bibles, they said there after his death, after his burial and resurrection, after the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, in the very first message there on the day of Pentecost, Peter stands up and when he tells them to repent, he tells them to turn away from sin. Amen. He tells them to be baptized in his name. He tells them to be, that they will be filled with the Holy Ghost. And he goes on and says, save yourselves. From this untoward generation. See God did everything he can do. And everything that's needed to do. But we still have to make a decision to follow him and obey him. Amen. We've got to turn to him. We can't just say okay God here I am. If you want to do something I guess you're going to do it. A lot of folks they want to pin God. And you know what he can't be all powerful. Look at all the bad things that are going on in the world. If he is all powerful he sure isn't all loving. Right. Because all these bad things are happening. You know, if he loved people, he wouldn't let these bad things happen. No, no, no. You missed the whole point. He has put this world into 
the dominion of mankind. We've got the authority to make the choices we need to make. And he said, hey, I'm not going to get in the way, but if you need my help, here I am. And guess what? We need his help. But if you're going to go ahead and live your life making bad decision after bad decision and say, where's God? He's right there trying to get your attention. Hey, buddy, that's not a good idea. Amen. He's not going to stop you. He's not going to wrestle you to the ground. They limited God because of their unbelief. They limited God when they looked into the promised land and said, hey, that's different. That's new. That's, that, that's scary. There's battles there. And, and everything God said that would happen, it did come to pass when they trusted him. But they provoked the Holy One to anger, the Bible says. Amen. When they hardened their hearts, that was a choice they made. They hardened their hearts against what Moses said as the mouthpiece of God would happen. And they, they made a decision rather than base it on faith, they based it on unbelief, on fear. And... When they could have been in a land flowing with milk and honey, amen, when they could have been in a land of God's best blessings for them, they ended up in the wilderness, wandering around, amen, hallelujah, dealing with the same struggles, the same, uh, all because, you know what, I, I told you this morning and I want to tell you again for a little while in this series that we're preaching, they limited God is what the Bible says, but when you limit God and what's God's will to bless you, to save you, to do miracles in you, to help you, to give you victory, amen. So when you limit God, you limit yourself. And I see so much. I, I, I God reminds me in prayer. I, I I pray and I pray and I say, God, we want to we want to see your power. We want to see your victory. We want to see souls set free. We want to see things happen. But but there's so much flesh. Amen. So much of this bickering and so much of this foolishness. And the Lord reminds me, hey, Moses knew. <laughs> Amen. Uh, can I tell you, Paul knew. Read, his, read, read any one of his letters. It's, but, but we make, have to make a choice. We have to make a choice to get tired of living a life that is limited. We got to get tired of seeing that God's goodness and God's power and God's God's victory in our lives, victory over our flesh, victory over all the things that just drag us down and keep us from really having an abundant life. Amen. I don't believe it's God's will for you to walk around depressed. I don't believe it's God's will for you to walk around like you can't stand your life. Amen. I know we're not in heaven yet. I know this world's got a lot of things going on that we're not, we don't like. But inside, we ought to be excited about what God has done. We ought to be blessed and live a life that people see we've got something that they need. Well, praise God. Never really having the victory that we talk about in our lives. Never really having the, the power of God that we tell people that is available. Never really live in that life of God's victory. We talked about this morning about stubbornness. Talked about how 
so often that that we've seen where where it's just right there. Amen. It's just right in front of you, man. Every every service. Uh, just just God trying to deal with you, God trying to help you. God's got something for you right there. And you just just settle in and say, no, I'm I'm not I'm not going to do that. Nobody can tell me what to do. Amen. I tell you something in the word of God. Uh, Jesus himself said that it, there were some there that it could not just not be. Everybody had an excuse of why. They weren't just following and living for God. And, and he told them, you know, John, you know, he was John. Amen. Like it or, or not, he came anointed by God. Amen. And they said, well, we just don't like the way John does things. We're not excited. So Jesus comes. And you would have thought that all those people that weren't so excited about John, you know, Locusts and wild honey and dressing, uh, you know, in, in those uh, skins that he wore. And, and now here's Jesus, a friend of publicans and sinners and everything John was and Jesus was. And they said, yeah, we don't like him either. It wasn't about the messenger. Right. It was about their stubborn hearts. Right. I have found in my own life very few perfect situations that please me. Perfectly. It's hard to believe, isn't it? But it just seemed, but I made up my mind a long time ago. I've been in situations that to even call them not quite perfect, hallelujah, would be hard to say with a straight face. Church services, amen. Hallelujah. Seasons of being a child of God where things were tough. Amen. But I've made up my mind, amen. That you know what? I'm here for a reason. I'm going to hear from God. I know what's valuable to me. Amen. And I've made up my mind that I'm going to, I want God to just go ahead and be able to talk to me even through all the frailty and the faultiness of flesh. To be able to just say, hey God, I don't have my eyes on that. Amen. I feel like that's what Paul was trying to tell us in one place in, in his, in the word of God about, about not Knowing no man after the flesh. He didn't have his eyes on, oh, yeah, that preacher, you know how he is sometimes, or that saint, I know how they are, and I know what they're doing. Don't worry about that. Get in the Spirit of God and let God use you and God help you. Amen. Don't let all those opinions and all your understanding of how things are get in the way. I've made up my mind a long time ago that I'm going to make a decision, and it's been one of the best things that's ever happened for me. That I am not, I'm going to let God be able to, to, I'm going to get my focus in on him and I'm not going to be stubborn about it. I'm not going to say, hey, you be careful how you deal with my life and my heart. I've been in some services that were pretty, pretty uh, harsh. Amen. I'm not for it. Amen. I'm, I'm not for people having a bad attitude in a pulpit. I've been around people that have been harsh and judgmental. I made up my mind a long time ago. Hallelujah. That's not gonna, that's not gonna slow me down. I'm gonna keep my eyes on God. Amen. I'm not justifying any of it. I'm against it. And I try my best to keep it out of my life and everybody else that I can. You got a bad attitude in the house of God. We're gonna deal with that. Because that hinders the kingdom of God and God hates that. I heard somebody quote the verse and this is a misquoted verse. In fact, I've heard it misquoted a few times here, even recently. People say, well, God hates discord among the brethren. Oh, if it only said that. These six things God hates, yea, seven are an abomination to him. 
whoo, ought to get your attention. God hates it. You, it ought to get your attention. And, and discord, sowing discord among the brethren is not what God said he hates. He said he hates those that would sow discord among the brethren. If that don't give you goosebumps. If that don't make you walk careful. God said, listen, that's something I'm going to identify the perpetrator to the sin. That's something. Listen, those are my children. Those are my. Oh, hallelujah. This isn't what I, I plan on preaching tonight, but let's listen to it. Amen. Can I tell you, God says, I hate somebody that'll do that. I'm against somebody that'll do that. Amen. When you say, when God says I'm against you. Amen. I know, I know, I know. God, God loves a sinner and, and hates the sin. But there's some sins he says, yeah, that's not. You better just back off of that. Amen. Ooh, hallelujah. I made up my mind that I want to be sensitive to the spirit of God. I don't want God to have to keep working on me and keep beating me down into submission. I just want to say, okay, God, I'm done. I want you to have your way with me. That's a choice you got to make. I said, that's a choice you got to make. Galatians, the fifth chapter, Galatians five. Let's move on. I think a lot of us are familiar with this chapter. We're not going to read it, but right before this, it talks about that flesh. Remember when we talked about the flesh this morning? The nature of flesh. Hallelujah. If you read a little Bible study time here, okay? Hebrews 5, at the end of it, the Lord is talking to those Hebrews and he says, you had this for a long time. You, you ought to be able to tell somebody else about it. You ought to be able to teach somebody about it. It ought to be easy for you to lead somebody down the road to help them be saved. But he said, you're still dealing with childishness. And it says that goes into chapter 6 and starts talking about the principles or the first things of the doctrine of Christ. Amen. Starts to list those principles, starts to deal with those first things, those foundational principles. It lists those and goes on and says, now you ought to be able to have those, get them in you, keep them in you, and then go on to maturity, go on to perfection. He talks about repentance from dead works, faith towards God. Amen. I think they go hand in hand. Not just a turning from some things, but a turning to. Not just turning from my sins, but turning from any sense of self-righteousness that can be found in doing my own goodness and turn to faith toward Christ. But then the next word is not baptism, but baptisms. That means something. It, it means what we talked about this morning, that the priesthood and the, that they would have that original baptism, but then there would be washings. That would be subsequent washings that every morning, every evening, and even times when they were just out in this world, they needed washings. Amen. We all need that because our flesh gets dirty. Amen. Amen. Because the nature of the flesh needs washing. Amen. You have a job that you go to and you're around this world. Hey, God can keep you in that. They shouldn't influence you. You should influence them. They shouldn't rub off on you. You ought to rub off on them. Amen. You need to be the light there. But that doesn't mean you're not going to fight battles. That doesn't mean that the enemy is not going to try to get in your mind and get in your heart. So you know what? You need a good washing when you get home. 
Well, praise God. How many work hard and need to get a good shower when you get home? Phew, I got to get home. But you know what? Sometimes it's not just your, your natural flesh that needs hosed down. But sometimes that natural, that, that natural man, that, that flesh in your heart needs to, oh, I've just been around so much garbage. I, I, I need to get in the word. Amen. I, I, you know, there's a lot of things. I, I just want to obey God tonight. There's a lot of things you say, well, I'm going to get home and I'm going to get into the news. I'm going to get into this hobby. You know, maybe you ought to clean up first. Maybe take a little time. Make sure you get into the word or get into prayer and make sure you just take some time and say, God, I was around all that. Lord, help me and, and help me to be that, to have that strength. And sometimes you need to get in the spirit of God for a little while. Amen. Galatians 5:22. You have a good prayer time, you know, it's it's all right to to supplement that with a little bit extra here and there when you need it. Amen. I told somebody a while back, you know, sometimes you know, uh we all probably uh hopefully prayerfully in Jesus name bathe regularly, shower regularly. Amen. Every now and then, you know, when you 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 work hard and get into something, maybe you go ahead and t- do it, do a little bit extra washing. Amen. T- take another take another shower. Amen. And uh, they didn't believe me. I said, well, yeah, God help us. But, uh, you know, sometimes you get into something, you just need to get a get a little bit closer to God. Then, Amen. You need to just take a little extra time. Say, I already prayed this morning. It wouldn't hurt you to pray again if you need to. Amen. Keep yourself strong. Galatians 5:22 says but the fruit of the spirit is love. We just get down through that chapter and it talks about the the works of the flesh and all that that is. Fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, we'd say patience maybe, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness or humility, temperance, self-control against such There is no law, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. God has saved you. God has filled you with His power, His Spirit. Amen? We understand here that those that through the Spirit, that is the nature, the character of Christ. That's Jesus. That's who he is. Now it's living in you and not just in you, but now he desires to live through you. Amen. Amen. Now, when you're surrounded by everybody that loves you and thinks you're the best thing that's ever happened in their lives. Hallelujah. It might be just easy for you to be patient and to be gentle. Amen. It might be easy for you to have peace when everything is going your way. But it doesn't say that you need to just go ahead and do this when it's easy. It's not about when you do it, how you do it. It's the Spirit of God that lives in you. That's God's presence in you. And He understands we're in this world, but not of this world. So can I tell you, say it to you this way? You're going to limit God... And therefore, limit yourself in the life that God wants you to live. Limit yourself with the blessings and the goodness of God in your life if you let others control your attitude. I want to tell you the exciting thing about being a child of God. You've got greater power in you than every devil in hell. 
Then you got, and I know, praise God, that's just a figment of a, a figure of speech, rather, because the devil's not in hell yet. He's everywhere, but his kingdom, amen, is, is all around us. And you have more power in you than every devil in the kingdom of hell. You have more power in you than anybody and everybody around you unless you let them have that power over you. Amen. God's broken those chains. God's given you victory. You don't have to live your life under the control of everybody around you that might not have a lick of sense. Amen. You have better than that. Jesus, praise God, is living in you. And these characteristics of patience and self-control and, 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 and humility and peace and joy and love and faith. The devil didn't give it and the devil can't take it away. I refuse to let somebody destroy my state of being, my life, my blessings, because they don't have any wisdom. They don't have any sense. Amen. You can't live your life, praise God, when every devil and every person under the influence of the enemy has an attitude or has an opinion or has some way to try to get under your skin to let that control you. To take that home with you, to live your life so down and so so oppressed. Amen. Amen. When you have a choice to say, you know what? I've got better than that. Hallelujah. I'm not going to allow myself, like they say, you you wrestle with a pig. You just get dirty too and the pig enjoying it. The pig loves it. Hallelujah. You don't have to let that happen to you. Amen. Limiting yourself. By letting this world and, and the people of this world control your faith, your joy, your, your, your peace. Amen. This Holy Ghost is greater than that. People are living their lives and you got people around you, maybe in your job, maybe uh, I hope not in your home, but things that in your family, maybe that that hurts you or irritates you for day. All that all that happens. Amen. But you don't let it control your spirit. Amen. Bible talks about ruling your spirit. Well, amen. Praise God. If I'm going to be frustrated, I'm going to be frustrated as a Christian. Amen. If I feel like somebody's hurt me and I'm sorrowful over that, I'm still going to live for God. It's not going to ruin, amen, my, 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 my day, my week, even my lunch. Amen. I'm just going to go ahead and rejoice anyhow. Because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Amen. You can't blame other people for just allowing your day and it one day leads to another and that's your life and you're so down. People let the dumbest things get them down. Amen. Oh, did you see the weather? If the weather is going to get me down. Say, ah, you know, do you like the cold? I'm not, I wouldn't choose it, but I'm not going to let it change my attitude. Amen. You know, there's people now, they've got, they're taking medication because they've got seasonal occupational depression or something, I think it's called. Because if it's gray out, oh, I can't be happy. I need a happy pill. God help us. God help us. Every little thing, all of a sudden, just, oh, it just controls you. 
Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I know what the Bible says, and you've got to make a choice to be controlled by anything else. I'm not going to be brought under the power of any or anybody, for that matter, and, and let them go ahead and ruin. That is such a selfish way to live your life, to bring all that the dirt of the world into your spirit, and then you carry that with you, and, and, and you miss out. You limit yourself on the blessings of God, and besides all that, everybody around you gets affected by it. If I've got bad attitude, I've got only one to blame, and that's me. Say, well, you know what? You don't understand what I've been through. I can tell you the Bible tells us that we've got victory over that. Sister was talking about the book of Romans. Romans 6. Well, let's talk about it. People want to make every sin now a sickness. Amen. They, they will say, I, I, listen to me. Look what, well, look what the Bible says. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Jesus will set you free. You can't set yourself free. But Christian, let me talk to you here. Romans 6, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. What? Let not. I, I looked up that phrase, just that short two, if you even call it a phrase, let not. To me, that was quite a revelation. That when I started reading the Bible and realizing there's some things I was allowing that I didn't have to allow. Amen. There were some things in my life that I said, you know what, that's just the way I am. That's the way I've always been. That's the way my family's always been. And God starts saying, don't let it rain in you. I've given you the victory and I've given you the spirit of God. I've given you the tools to handle it. You've got the armor. Don't let it. Reign in you. Amen. Neither let let not therefore let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Right. Somebody say temptation. temptation. Oh, what a day it'll be when temptation is not a part of your existence anymore. Right. But you've got to learn how to be an overcomer right. when you're tempted. Amen. I know, you know, you start thinking maybe temptation is every, every Delilah and every Bathsheba that's out there. And, and that, that may be part of it. But there's a lot of faces of temptation that try to pull you down and make you carnal. Right. Amen. Right. Try to get you to lose your victory. Right. Try to get you to, to walk and live in the flesh rather than in the spirit. Right. Everything but love, joy, peace, long-suffering. Amen. Temperance and gentleness and goodness and faith and everything but that. And you don't you 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 let that just be clouded and and don't realize, hey, this isn't spirit, this is flesh. But it's not my fault. Yeah, it is. This whole generation of of fixing blame. God help us. I'm, I know, I know God, people need God, but I'm just going to be, be a little more transparent with you than maybe some people can handle. But I tell you, you live your life. You've got a lot of trauma and problems. After a while, you ought to be able to just make some good choices and, and take responsibility for your life. You ought to be able to just be able to say, you ought to be able to just say, you know what? I, I can't, I can't fix anything that's gone on before, but I can take my life in a better direction. And I'll tell you, if you got the Holy Ghost, that ought to be your attitude. 
You oughtn't be talking about, you know, uh, all, all these people that have done me wrong. You got a choice to take your attitude and fix it on a God that loved you. How blessed you are. How grateful you are. How, how, how merciful God has been and how wonderful God has been to you. He's an amazing God. You ought to be excited about that. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments unto of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God. Do you see this? This is this is somebody that has a choice and has been empowered by God's Spirit to make the right choice. You will never, never stand before God and say, I, I couldn't help myself. Right. Amen. Amen. Right. Well, praise God. He would say, well, that's just my nature. God gives you a nature change. Yes. People nowadays lying on God and saying, well, God made me this way. God, I was born this way. Well, the truth of the matter is, it doesn't matter how you were born. You need to be born again. Amen. And I don't really spend a whole lot of time being wasted on how you think you were born. Oh, what a ridiculous conversation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Be born again and let God's power in you help you, enable you, empower you to make righteous decisions and not yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. Amen. Well, praise God. Garbage that is entering the world today and people acting like, I, I just don't have a choice. Lock people up that, that murder people and say, you know, it's just the way God made me. Because they're... they're criminally insane listen to me you have a choice with your life when you when you give your life to god don't yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness but yield yourselves unto god i refuse to be limited by a a sorry sorry attitude that blames somebody else for for my next step for how i live my life how i feel amen I, I, I refuse to be limited and have a, 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 a messed up day, week, month, year because of what uh, somebody else has done to me. Amen. I've got something more powerful than them. I've got something more powerful than that. Hallelujah. But yield yourselves unto God. you got to do that. So we talk about when the Holy Ghost is moving or, or, hey, when you're at your home and you're in the Word or in prayer, yield yourselves to God. Amen. As those that are alive from the dead, your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Turn to Colossians. Colossians 3. Colossians 3. If you then be risen with Christ, verse 1. If you're risen with Christ, you've experienced his death through repentance. Amen. You are crucified with Christ through repentance. That old life dies like a, a living sacrifice in Christ. We are buried, the Bible says in Romans 6, earlier on from what we are reading. We are buried with Christ. Amen. Through baptism. We are buried 
through him. Now we've followed that death and burial. The Holy Ghost is that resurrection power now. That new life that fills us is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you then be risen with Christ, seek. Amen. Who does the seeking? You, me. Seek those things which are above. What are you looking for? People are finding a lot of trouble because they're going looking for it. You don't want to admit it, but you're awfully close. Why? Your flesh is getting a little hungry for something that's forbidden. But it says, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. The power of God. Set. Set your affection on things above, not on things that you have to make a decision. I'm not going to limit my life. I'm going to make a choice to, to seek the things that are higher. Bible talks about being ignorant about all the sin that's going on around us. And in some ways to be ignorant of, uh, of the ungodliness. People are so know everything about every little detail of filth and don't know their Bibles, don't know how to pray when they need the help. They don't know how to, how to just navigate through life as a Christian. Seek God. Learn how to be a disciple. Bible talks about being ashamed to even talk about what they're doing in secret. They're wise. It says they're wise concerning evil. That wasn't a blessing to them. Wise concerning evil. They're so caught up in everything that's going on. It's negative and awful and ugly. And how much do you know about having victory and helping somebody get set free? Seek those things which are above. Make a decision to seek God. Amen. Put your heart into getting closer to God. You can get, you can grow in God if you make up your mind. That's one of your top priorities in life. What would be better? Say, oh, wow, they're excited about God. I'd rather be excited about God than the Super Bowl. I'd rather be excited about God than the latest whatever's going on television or whatever. Amen. Why not seek God? You're going to get stronger if you apply yourself to that. It should not be a harsh statement, but you're weak because you've chosen to be weak. You struggle because you choose to struggle. While other people choose to, to seek a quality time in the presence of God and make him and following him and learning more about him a top priority in your life, you've put other things in front of that. You're not seeking things that are above. You're not setting your affections on things that are above. And therefore, you're weak. You're not weak because it's not fair. You're not weak because your situation is tougher than anybody else's. You're weak because you fail to seek those things which are above and set your affections on things that are above. This, this is what, what helped me not limit myself. Amen. This is what I've had to make up my mind and say, you know what, God, all the things that I can allow myself that I've seen weak so-called Christians allow themselves to wander in the wilderness. No, 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 I don't want that. I don't want to live my life with my with my mind just filled with the things that are beneath and below. Amen. Well, praise God. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify, therefore, your members which are on the earth. That's you again. 
I've got a nature of this flesh. I've got to crucify it. I've got to deny it. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Wanting things that are beyond what God's boundaries are in your life is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. God's saying, don't do things that make God angry. In which ye also walked some time when you lived in them. But now, listen to this now. He says to mortify it. This isn't the first time I've been down through these verses. I know, but it's so necessary. But now, now ye also put off these. Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. Listen, put that off. Make up your mind. Make a decision. Refuse to limit yourself to these ungodly attitudes of your flesh and actions and having put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him where there is neither greek nor jew circumcision nor uncircumcision barbarian scythian bond or free but christ is all and in all put on therefore i wish i could just get it through to everybody this is a, a purposeful act. Yeah. Say, I got up this morning and just, oh, I knew it was going to be a bad day. Challenge accepted. All right. Amen. You make a decision yeah. to say, I'm going to do better than that. Yeah. Right. Amen. Right. Listen, you, you, you've got something stronger than that. Why allow that dumb thought to rule you the rest of the day? Right. Amen. 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 Yes, we went to a a Mexican restaurant a while back years ago with a preacher and the waitress seemed like she already was in a bad mood. I don't know. I'll tell you a lot of them. They, they already have the attitude because they've dealt with Christians who ask for a bunch and give, leave little. Amen. What a sad testimony. Amen. But that is known. You ask anybody. I've had children have worked in the service industry like that. But listen, now we did have a waitress come up to the table and seemed like she was just bent, didn't have, wasn't having a good day, was, had a bad attitude. And uh, sadly, a preacher had an attitude, said, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to put up with that. I said, you just back off. Number one, it's our area. We're trying to reach souls here. So I take offense to you, you know, leaving a, a bad taste in somebody's mouth. You, you want to be a jerk, do it in your, in your state. But I said, you give me some time and I'll tell you what, she'll be laughing with us and having a good time. Amen. It didn't happen real quick, but it happened. Amen. Because you kill them with kindness. Amen. You don't return that with a bad, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Oh, I refuse to allow that, that uh, anybody to ruin my day. Amen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that challenge and show I've got something better than that. Amen. You cannot just think, oh, it's just bad luck. Everything's going bad. This world is bad. Things are going bad. It's not a matter of how lucky you are. It's a matter of making a choice to say, I am not going to allow myself to be limited by somebody else's bad attitude and let that affect my attitude at all. Put on, therefore, 
as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Did you hear this? Put it on. Put it on. Make a decision to say, listen now, I could go ahead and have a bad attitude. I could justify that in my mind and say, you know what? It's not fair. They treat me that way. It's not fair. They talk to me that way. And I could let that. Why would I choose that when I can choose to rise above it? Why would I choose to limit myself? Hello? Why would I choose to bring myself down if I have a choice to rise above it and be better? Then I have to walk around and I'm going to tell you something. We all have the ability of living a way we're not proud of ourselves. Amen. I made a decision. I, I want to be able to feel good about the, my life and my choices and my attitude. I want to limit myself because somebody, I'm going to tell you something. I got a lot of chances just like everybody else. Amen. To let my life be affected by somebody who doesn't have any sense. I choose better than that. I'm going to put on mercy. Say, I don't know. I'm having a hard time having mercy. Yeah, I'm going to find it somewhere and put it on. Ah, it's going to be tough for me to be kind today. You know how they're pushing my buttons. I'm going to find kindness and put it on. Humility, humbleness of mind, meekness, patience short, short stock today, find some more, put it on. Amen. Above all these things, put on charity. I have a hard time loving some people the way they act. Put it on. It's not, it doesn't say it's going to be easy all the time. It doesn't say it's going to be convenient. It doesn't say it's just going to flow natu- naturally out of you because you're just such a, a loving person. You got to put it on. Put it on when you, when it's hardest. It's right. Put it on. Amen. All you're going to do is push people away that need it the most. Amen. Can I tell you, good folks around you, they're going to handle it and just keep living good. Amen. They're just going to keep moving forward while you're stuck in the wilderness. But the people that are hurting the most are the ones you're going to have blood on your hands. If you allow yourself to be overcome by your situations rather than putting on charity, putting on love. Amen. It's a bond of perfectness. How does that sound? The bond of perfectness. That's what I want to attain to. That's what I want to rise above. I want to have that. When God looks at me, I want to have that bond of perfectness. Not just dragging through my life with with excuses. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which you also are called into one body. Be thankful. (laughs) Be thankful. Just be thankful. Start thanking God for what he's done in your life. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts unto the Lord. Whatsoever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father by him. You've got choice to make. You can walk in the spirit or you can follow your flesh. You're limiting yourself. You're limiting yourself. Living day by day. With a dark cloud over you, not feeling the joy of God, the peace of God. Some people have given up on that. They don't think it exists anymore. It's just behaving yourself and being more righteous than other people. I'll tell you what. God said he's going to pour his spirit out on the church. 
He's going to, the gates of hell aren't going to prevail against it. Nothing should be pulling you down into dark places anymore. I choose to make a decision in my life and to refuse. Let me say it again. I refuse. Praise God to allow stubbornness to limit me. I refuse to let my attitude be controlled by anybody or anything but Jesus and his spirit. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Oh, hallelujah. I'm telling you, the power of the Holy Ghost is greater than a lot of folks recognize. gives you power over sin but gives you power over that flesh flesh that's been a weight to you flesh that has held you down held you back and can i tell you life goes by so quickly don't live your life under under the load of a of an attitude that's been affected by others by circumstances, by situations beyond your control. God can give you victory over that. God can put that joy, that peace, renew it in you. I'm not talking about a life that's putting on. I'm not talking about a life that's all smiles and giggles in church and goes home and is down and talk about a life a life that's filled I know I'm talking about something that's uncommon but it's real I'm not saying you don't have battles uh-uh. but I'm saying you're going to win battles in Jesus come on let's find a place to pray
God's goal in these messages that we limit ourselves is that the life that God has given us is a life that is a blessed life a life that is exciting sometimes there's these things that we've allowed to limit us allowed to steal what is rightfully ours God wants you to rise above once and for all Learn how to fight battles and win them so that you can have victory in your heart and mind. Help others get the victory they need. Too many people live in a state of discouragement. Too many people live in a state of negativity. Wandering in the wilderness. So much complaining, so much grumbling, murmuring never really having victory in their lives. God wants to get us to the promised land. Oh, let's make up our minds. Let's refuse. Let's refuse to allow our attitudes to be affected by this world, things that are going on, people in this world, to rise above it with the power of the Holy Ghost. Let's all stand. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being so good. Thank you, Lord, for overcoming power. Lord, minister to us. Help us to understand it, to receive it, to walk in it. Oh, we give you the glory. Bless your people, Lord. Keep us safe, Lord, as we travel to our homes. Keep us in your hands. And Lord, bless, Lord, the thing, all that's done this week for your kingdom. We love you. We thank you, God. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, church.